0: morning everybody hope everybody's well happy tuesday for those that are here live today's tuesday right yeah happy whatever day week, whatever day of the week it is in which you tune in we are in passover week well not yet we're prepping just as a public service announcement this show will be uh off starting friday to the following tuesday and I will miss you greatly. Uh, just technical difficulties and whatnot, uh, just, and the, and of course, the holiday in between. Yesterday, we started down this road of understanding a largely missed historical moment. There are moments that are super powerful that we miss. And this is one of them. And actually, today's the day. Today, during the times of, In which the jews left egypt the exodus story what was going on today was this was it was shabbat today in the year that they left and it was the day today was the day in which the israelites had to take the lamb which was the god of the egyptians and tie it to the bedpost now understand what that was like They had to literally walk into that society in which they were a part of, take the most sacred object. I think today would be our iPhone, maybe. Tie it to the bedpost and basically say, we're going to slaughter it. Understand just how insane that was. With Pharaoh still running the place, with Egyptians all over the place, with mob that could form outside one's house and threaten the family. But it was so much deeper than that, which was they were still a part of Egyptian society. They believed in some extent in idol worship. In fact, the, the, um, it, is, it is said that when they were by the, the splitting of the sea, the angels turned to God and said, what are you doing? They're, they also serve idols. How could you not? 200 years, 210 years of a society, it seeps in. And they had to do something that was so hard, which was take the thing that they respected most. That was the block to a relationship to something deeper. And they had to actually get rid of it. We're talking about freedom. And we, we make the mistake in thinking that freedom is something that is given to us. Freedom is something that we earn god already gives it to us god already handed us the keys to the car called freedom we just need to learn how to drive it god already put the money in the bank account it is on us to figure out how to access it So when we live our lives and we look up and we say, how come I don't have this? And how come I don't have that? For sure, with the world of results, it's not in our hands, but let's sort of like really understand what's really bothering us. I believe what's really bothering us in life isn't the fact that I don't have something. I think what's really bothering us in life is this feeling that I am not doing things that should bring things into my life. I don't, I I think now, if as we first talk about it, it's it's murky, but if we just stick with it long enough, I think we can pull these things apart. I don't believe that the relationship, what you get from a relationship bothers us. I don't believe what you get from your career bothers you. I believe it's, the fact that we know in our core that I could have been more in the relationship. I could have been more in my career. I could have been more in my spirituality. I could have been more in my parenting. We manifest that insecurity as to how come I don't have more. But if you go into the world of the insecurity it's because we think we should have done something more. The, the rule in sports is that losing a game by one point feels much worse than losing a game by 20 points. For anyone who's ever played sports, you know that. I still can think about the games when I was in high school and played you know, competitive sports with teams and whatever, I still remember games where we lost by one. I don't remember games where we got blown out. Because when you lose by one, it's not the game that bothers you. It's the, could I have tried a little bit harder? If I would have just made the shot, if I would have just been more focused in the middle of the game. When we when we manifest the frustration onto the results in our lives, I don't think that's what bothers us, which is why you see people that don't have things and they're totally fine with it. And other people that are not, it's because what we're not fine with is the feeling that there's more in me that got expressed. That's really the block. That's really leaving Egypt. Leaving Egypt, meitzar constraint is understanding that every bit of me got expressed. Every bit of me. I left nothing. I left nothing. I left everything on the field, as they say. When you leave everything on the field, even if you lose, it doesn't feel as hard. And sometimes it still feels sweet. when you give everything to something and you feel like you've expressed yourself fully and you've tried your hardest there's a certain peace that you have even if you fail even if you don't get the results and even if you win but you feel like you didn't fully deserve it it hurts there's a lot of there's a lot of depth in that world when people take things that don't belong to them. Whether it's a, a grade in school or some money or honor. And when they when 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 you you have to earn something and it gets hard and so you can find a shortcut and you take the shortcut and nobody realizes it. In the beginning like it's okay, but after a while it starts to grade at the person they feel it and they start making excuses and then they they keep on doing it they start to they start to abhor the very thing that they were after because the stuff that we have in our lives are just there to give us an experience that we want in our minds the circumstances in our lives are just It's just stimuli. Our feelings, our minds are what's driving the quality of our lives. And we look for circumstances because we believe it's the circumstances that will give us the quality of life. But that's not necessarily a direct causation. Yeah, circumstances help. And if I'm just totally not even paying attention, then yeah, of course, whatever society determines to be the circumstances. And if I get that, I feel better for for a few minutes. But if you really want to break it down, that in between circumstance and experience is a small little chasm. That little bit is everything. That's the linchpin of our lives. That's where freedom and slavery lie. And one of the paths to true personal freedom is the feeling that I have fully expressed my soul into this world. I've done everything in my power. I've given it all. I have been present and I have not, I haven't, I haven't gotten lost into the things that don't matter. I've had conversations that matter I don't have to wait for challenge to bring out the best in me. I'm always trying to bring out the best in every situation and always asking myself, how do I get better? How do I get deeper? That's freedom. That's freedom. We had on, uh, on the show, on the Shabbat show, maybe like three months ago. Um, one of the dissidents from the forward Soviet union, jailed for keeping shabbat i believe we had him on it was amazing he must have been in his 70s maybe or maybe older we taped he lived in israel so the shabbat shows at eight o'clock eastern standard time which is around 3 a.m israel time and 99.9 percent of all guests that we have on are like yeah let's pre-tape what are you crazy i'm gonna stand up at three in the morning he's the only one like no i'll get up at three like what he's like "No, that's fine like but you're like eighty two. Don't you want to sleep at 3 a.m.? He's like, yeah, it's fine. Let's do it live. It's better. Like, no, no problems. Like, really? Really? Show's on. I'm like, check. The the guy's waiting there. Get to him. It's like 2 in the afternoon for the guy. It was a story. He's in the goulash. The gulag. Did I say that right? Someone tell me if I said that right. the gulag thanks michael and andy and he's like yeah he was free he was free in a in a prison in russia free free He's doing everything he possibly can to live his values they can lock him up they can't take away his freedom I just heard the story yesterday. I forgot who told it to me. It's about Natan Sharansky. Oh, Kiva Rutenberg from Queens. Natan Sharansky was interviewing, was giving, give, gave somebody an interview. And this woman, wonderful woman, thanked him for his time, for her time, for his time. And he said, listen, I respect you. And she goes, you respect me. You're not Han Sharansky. Like you're joking me. You're a freedom fighter. Spend time in jail and Russia for your, what are you joking? And he said something so powerful. He goes, you know, when I was there, it was hard to be in jail, but I knew it was right. And so I was in jail, but I was on the right side. He said, you kids grow up in a world where it's all fuzzy. You're choosing what you believe is your values at a time where it's harder to do that. That's much harder than sitting in a jail and fighting for what you know is right. See that perspective of freedom and slavery? Living your values, living with what's right versus not, versus holding in who you are. Last night we had... I've spoken to a friend of mine and he was telling me it was gonna, it's going to be on this week's the show. This, show's, this Shabbat show, you got to check it out. We've got a great show coming up. So last night, Rabbi Fire he was telling me that what's so beautiful about matzah is that matzah is what it is. Matzah just is what it is. There's no puffery on matzah. There's no filter when you take a picture of matzah. Matzah doesn't take 12 pictures and then filters it so the colors are right. Matzah doesn't pretend it has more money than it has. Matzah is just matzah. It is what it is. And when you are who you are, that's freedom. Is that great? Is that great? So how do you get there? Let's go back to yesterday. Every one of us has the lamb. Everybody want, every one of us has the thing that we are that's holding us back. Usually it's from our society. That thing. The thing. If you come from a real Western Western world, usually the thing is comfort. This value that we give to comfort that is above all. Everyone has to feel comfortable. We live in a world today where you can't even disagree with somebody because the other person's not going to be comfortable. Everyone has to be comfortable. It's amazing in Judaism, we don't have a concept of, I have the right to be comfortable. You don't have that. You know what we have? We have the, I have the obligation to make you comfortable. I don't have to be comfortable. God's like, you don't have to be comfortable. The person that you are talking to has to be comfortable. make them comfortable. You could be uncomfortable. usually, usually the biggest lamb, if you will this this sheep that we have the idol worship of our time is comfort it 's one of them it 's uncomfortable for me to say the things that i this, that I should say to you it 's uncomfortable for me to do the things that I think are right. It's uncomfortable to step out from my society. If I believe that I should be doing something, it's uncomfortable to push myself in an area that I maybe haven't learned growing up. I speak to people like this. They want to get more connected to God, but it's uncomfortable because they don't have a society around them that supports that. And it's uncomfortable to step out. You know, the, the idea of Hebrews really comes from the word Ivri. Ivri was really given to the man Abraham. And it was given to him because he stood, Aver is, this, is like a bank by a river. Because Abraham stood on one side of the river and the whole world disagreed. and He just did what was right. He didn't care about being comfortable. It's an idol worship that we all have. Me included. Me at the top of the list, man hate being uncomfortable i hate standing out so much of our happiness and so much of our greatness is standing right behind the god of comfort and we're just scared we're scared to take it on what if i'm what if i'm uncomfortable what if i walk into the room and i'm uncomfortable what if they pick up the phone and it's uncomfortable what if i say that thing and it's uncomfortable What if, what if, what if I fail and I look stupid and it's uncomfortable? So many things in our life we don't do because we are uncomfortable. That is the modern day idol worship. That's society. Be comfortable. Work your life so that one day you'll be comfortable. Even say these things. I wanna get a good job so that I can be comfortable. The upgrades wherever you are says be more comfortable. There's nothing that we work for more than retiring, which is spending the day just being comfortable. And the people that retire that are too comfortable, if you really know them, they're like, nah, I can't do this. If you look at somebody who retires, usually they're like, nah, I, I, I can't just be comfortable. I gotta do something. Soul doesn't want to be comfortable. Soul wants to be great and greatness is uncomfortable. That's what greatness is. It is the expression of something beyond when what's inside you has to be expressed outside in order for it to be great. It can't be expressed yet. So in the expression, you are stretching past what is the norm around you. And that's a uncomfortable feeling. When you grow up in a world where we need everybody to pat us on the back to feel good about ourselves, all of us are like this. When we all buy in to whatever trophy society gives us, and we want to win the race that our society puts in front of us, losing that race is uncomfortable. And so God says, great, freedom? I, I gave you freedom. No, it's here. Just go, go take it. Now, wait, what do you want to do? I'm to, God wants you want me to split seas every day? Is that what you want? I didn't even split the sea for the first time until the Jews did something uncomfortable. I'm giving you freedom. It's in your hands. It's for you. Take it. You don't got to change your results. Chain freedom. Freedom is available to you. 2021. It's inside you. Freedom is the ability to express yourself properly. To take that soul that I gave you and bring it to this world. But you got you to gotta go after the idol worship first. And it's hard. Yeah. You got to go after the idol worship and tie it to the bedpost. And you got to slaughter it. You got to slaughter it. And you gotta put the blood on the doorpost. You know why? Because I can't give you freedom. Because then it wouldn't be yours. It's only yours if you earn it. Every one of us knows exactly what's getting in our way. Every one of us knows what area of our lives we have not been able to express because we don't want to be uncomfortable. And we ain't gonna we ain't gonna be free until we do it. And no one's doing it for us. No one's coming in to save the day. Now, today, today, two thousand whatever years ago, our ancestors did the did the unthinkable, did the uncomfortable. We should follow in their footsteps. We should all follow in those footsteps. Freedom is at the door. We just got to have the courage to walk through it. All right, everybody. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. We're going to have to do this together. You know that. Let's talk again tomorrow. God's help. All right. Think about that. Don't do anything yet. Don't do anything yet today. But just think about it. Think about something in your life that you don't have now that you should not taking something and we don't have it because we're too scared to be uncomfortable to go get it all right have an amazing day with god's help i can't wait to see you again tomorrow